Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is for you, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, I hope it is going well. Welcome back to another chapter in our little book of sports tales. As always, I'm your curator, only known as Jack, gonna beat through, huh? We're going to pass through the house cleaning as we always do before we get into Christmas and basketball. Just like how we did football and Thanksgiving, how did Christmas and basketball become so intertwined with each other? So as always, you want to follow me, you want to keep up with my daily sports takes or just the random stuff I post in the middle of the night at work. Follow me on TikTok, Jackie Boy Sports, currently sitting at 5,110 beautiful followers. And you want to follow me on Twitter to see me ranting about how the Titans are doing, just me slowly falling into the void that is depression. I got pretty sad. Follow me on Twitter, at jjesser615. Going to try to be more active on there. And as always, rate the show if you love the show rate the show on Spotify. Uh, still don't know if Stitcher has a rating uh, system yet, but if it does, rate it on there if you're listening on there. And this week, I will hopefully be pushing this podcast to more platforms. I use the Anchor app to push it out, and uh, hopefully I finally get that done this week. Going to try to push it to Apple Podcast, maybe Google Podcast, uh, one or two other platforms. And we might get a video version of the pod done on YouTube soon, but I'm not entirely sure on that. Uh, that will be coming in later updates. And finally, you want to call me a good person, you want to call me a bad person, you want to give me topic suggestions, just, you know, want to say hi, you want to say hello, email me. Old Jackie Boy 1021 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And you can use that email to support the show on PayPal or my Cash App is in my link tree in the bio of my TikTok. And that is all the house cleaning, ladies and gentlemen. Let us get into Christmas and basketball. Now, first of all, I need to say that finding the exact reason the NBA started playing on Christmas is, uh, how you say, fucking impossible. Article after article after article, and all I can get is, well, it started in 1947. No special promos, no, you know, Jolly St. Nick owners, just the league saying, eh, why not? Why not? That being said, the first ever Christmas Day basketball game was played in 1947, which was one season after the NBA was officially, you know, formed. It was a full slate of games, with the first being between the New York Knicks and the Providence Steamrollers. Never heard of them? I'm sure once we get into more of the history of the NBA, their name will pop up. Further, maybe they won a couple championships. Those of you who remember the Providence Steamrollers, stand up. You're pretty old, so, like, be careful. I don't want you to throw out a hip. Now, unlike Thanksgiving in the NFL, the NBA's Christmas games don't really have set teams to play. Uh, outside of the NBA trying to schedule the defending NBA champion to play on that day, uh, that doesn't mean some teams haven't played a lot of Chris on Christmas, uh, though. 
The Knicks have played 54, followed by the Lakers with 48, and the Celtics with 35. So, like I said, no Lions or Cowboys, but a lot of teams that play but a lot of teams that play on Christmas are kind of the same teams that play on Christmas. Oh, by the way, uh the Knicks are 23 and 31 on Christmas Day. The most losses, but not even the most wins. The second most wins. How are you going to be the team that plays the most on Christmas Day and have the most losses and not even the most wins? Are the Knicks that bad? Like, be honest with me. Historically, I know, like, the Timberwolves historically are pretty bad or pretty much any team in, like, Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? But did the Charlotte... Hold on. I'm not caught up with the... Anyways, I know it's, like, historically the Timberwolves, but are the Knicks really that much of a dumpster fire? Like, I know in recent times it's been, like, you know, a meme that the Knicks have been pretty bad, but, but this? This? Golly. But the only teams never to play on Christmas have been the Memphis Grizzlies and Charlotte Hornets. But with this year's schedule, the Memphis Grizzlies are playing the Warriors. So after this year, it will just be the Hornets. And I'm sure they'll fix that next year because the Hornets actually, you know, the Hornets have been pretty bad the past couple seasons. But, you know, they got LaMelo down there. I believe they still have Gordon Hayward or I'm just dumb. Uh, Last time I checked in with Gordon Hayward, he was down there. They have some pieces down there. Some pieces I would love to see get their shine. But that's pretty much the history. The teams that play the most on Christmas Day mixed with the teams that don't play on Christmas Day. And uh, pretty much, I'm sorry it's not that <laughs> not that interesting of history. It's basically just a bunch of guys going like, Christmas Day? No, sure. The NFL sometimes plays on Christmas Day. They have a schedule uh, this year in which I'll probably be watching basketball, if I'm be honest. Because I think on Christmas Day, it's like the Packers and the Cardinals, and it's a really bad NFL schedule. But for the NBA, it's the Warriors and Grizzlies, and I would have to find the picture. But I know that's going to be a tremendous game. I know the Bucks are playing. I think the Lakers are playing. It's a, it's, it's a really good NBA turnout on Christmas Day. Not so much for the NFL. Uh, the MLB is in their offseason by this time, and then the NHL just doesn't want to touch Christmas. So it's the NBA's to take outside of the NFL trying to push their way in, you know, every now and then because, you know, capitalism. <clears throat> but let's get into some iconic Christmas Day moments in NBA history. 1961, the Philadelphia Warriors are playing the Knicks on Christmas Day when Sir Wilt Chamberlain, the tens of thousands of women he slept with, some may have been non-consensually, but we're not going to talk about that, is going off. His final stat line would include 59 points and 36 rebounds. Holy shit! What a performance and a statement win for the Warriors. What's that? They lost in double OT, 136 to 135. Okay. I mean, at least he has the Christmas scoring record that will probably never be broken, right? 
1984, the Knicks are playing the New Jersey Nets, and one Mr. Bernard King decides to go completely stupid and put up 60 for the Knicks, breaking the scoring title and leading the Knicks to a decisive win over the Nets. Huh? What was that? The Knicks lost 120 to 114. What is with the stat padding, y'all? Come on! I'm glad he's scoring a lot of points, but can the team win? 1985, a rookie, Patrick Ewing, goes stupid on the defending Eastern Conference champions in the Larry Bird-led Boston Celtics. Ewing going for Ewing going for 32 points and 11 rebounds in a 25-point comeback for the Knicks to beat the Boston Celtics 113 to 104 in double overtime. That is how you do it, Mr. Chamberlain, Mr. King. Not only did he put up tremendous stats, but he led a 25-point comeback against one of the greatest teams of all time. Of course, the Celtics would go on to win the NBA Finals that year, and the Knicks wouldn't be shit, but Pat putting on a show in his rookie season. And then we have 2004. Kobe and Shaq meet for the first time after that horrible breakup. Kobe goes for 42 because, you know, Kobe. But the Miami Heat win 104 to 102. Okay. Needs to be said, Christmas Day, nobody score over 35, okay? Because apparently when you score over 35 and you're the superstar of the team, you don't fucking win. So how about we just stop? How about we just stop scoring over 30? As soon as dude scores over 35, take the ball out of his hands, right? Unless he's a great passer. If he's a great passer, pass the ball around. Do you. But, like, three out of four of these stories, people scored 59-62 and – or 59-60 and 42. All three of them lost in overtime. So can we just stop it? Oh, and a lot of overtime in Christmas basketball. A lot of overtime. Overtime double two double overtime games, two overtime or an overtime game. No, yeah, two two double overtime games and an overtime game in You get it. You get it. But in the end, I don't know how you say Christmas basketball is better than Thanksgiving football. Let's be honest here. Overall, the tradition in football is stronger, and the moments are better. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of the guys did their thing on Christmas. You know what I'm saying? And there were some really good overall games. But no butt fumbles? No coaches forgetting the rules? No refs fucking up the coin flip? None of that? Lame! I couldn't find a single story that equates to Mark Sanchez running face-first into the pancakes of his offensive lineman. And I was disappointed. I was hoping for something like that. Not even like a scruffle on the court. I literally looked up strange stories on Christmas Day in the NBA. And they just pulled up, you know, Wilt Chamberlain going for 59. Boring. Boring. I hope you enjoyed this episode, ladies and gentlemen. This originally was going to be a uh, fighting uh a fighting tale, but I wanted to do Christmas on the NBA and I thought I had another week, which is why I started researching the fight. But then I realized that this weekend is Christmas. So I had to get this thing out and I hope you enjoyed the short little story. This is my last week of these 60 hour work weeks. 
at Amazon so I can get back to the 20-30 minute episodes very soon, which I'm very excited about. But I hope you enjoyed this little stint of, you know, 12-15 minute stories. And I hope you enjoyed Christmas Day in terms of basketball. Like I said, not as strong as Thanksgiving in football, but hey... We're not going to hold that against them until some dumb motherfucker wants to come out and say that basketball on Christmas is better than football on Thanksgiving. Then we got to put them straight. But until then, it's just fun. It's just fun. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. If you're under the age of 18, because if you're over, then you got bills and shit, and it's actually really fucking stressful, and you got overtime, and... We're not talking about that. You're just coming here for escapism. So I hope you enjoyed basketball on Christmas Day. I hope you enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your aunts, your grandparents, your uncles, your cousins, your family, whoever you're spending it with. I hope you enjoy the holidays. If you're out there on the road, if you're having to work over the holidays, I feel bad for you. But hey, stay jolly. We can't control a lot in this life, but what we can control is our attitudes, our motivation, what we do it, who we do it for, and keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Again, follow me on TikTok, Jackie Boy Sports, Twitter, at jjester615, rate the show. If the platform you listen to offers a rating, I would absolutely love it. I would love to hear from you. Call me a good person. Call me a bad person. Give me topic suggestions. Just say hello. Shoot me a little motivational message. I wouldn't mind. At oldjackieboy1021 at gmail.com. You can use that email to donate to me on PayPal. And my cash app is in my link tree on my TikTok. I would love the support, get better equipment, or just help me out financially. Anything and everything would be tremendous. Again, I hope you enjoyed this sports tale. I will see you all next week. And once again, for the final time, have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year.